0: Dear listeners, welcome to Faces of Digital Health, a podcast about digital health and how healthcare systems around the world adopt technology with me, Tjaša Zaitz. Slovenia is currently presiding the Council of EU until 2022. In the first week of September, the members of the Slovenian health tech ecosystem organized a conference about examples of good practices in healthcare digitalization across Europe. In the upcoming weeks, you will be able to listen to panel discussions about Catalonia in Spain, Germany, Finland and Israel, which is not an EU country, But it does have an impressive state of healthcare digitalization. So it was interesting to hear what the latest developments in digital health strategy on the national level are. If you haven't yet, do subscribe to the podcast to be notified about next episodes. Today we'll start with Catalonia. You will first hear a short presentation by Paul perez director of Information System Area of Catalonia, Spain. His presentation was then followed by a panel discussion together with two experts from Slovenia about the role of doctors in healthcare digitalization and the state of digitalization in the largest university medical center in Slovenia, UKACE Ljubljana. If you look at nationwide successful digitalization projects, we often hear about Estonia, Israel, Denmark, Finland, Slovenia or Israel. All these countries have less than 10 million people. It is therefore not surprising that in bigger countries that are divided into regions, successful digitalization happens gradually. Spain is divided in regions and each one of them manages healthcare on its own. Catalonia, which has 7.6 million people, is currently driving a 43 million euros worth regional digital health strategy, which has been in preparation since 2018. But first, a few thoughts about the current state of healthcare digitalization as mentioned by Paul Pérez Sust.
1: The public health care system of Catalonia uh, was universal money for all the individuals, all the communities were recruited to different levels of health service. The budgets are 20,000 millions of euros per year. More. We have more of the a healthcare providers so of healthcare entities. You have more of uh, uh, 16,000 different applications of departmental applications and different, tw- more than 29 electronic medical records in, in intermediate care and in the hospitals. And you understand that it's very difficult to manage and it's very difficult to interoperability with this difference of electronic medical records in our hospitals because we've different catalogs and different models of database, etc. cetera, et cetera. We started in the late 80s and the early 90s not to start with the first electronic medical records in primary care. And we are evolution of the uh, hospitals and intermediate care, social care, record systems, etc. In the beginning of uh, 2000, we start to create the national Bastion index is a single number that identifies each citizen uh, of Catalonia, and for us is uh, is the key to to have the the people that we have to to healthcare. In twenty six, we start electronic prescribing. Our platform calls Cire, no is and in two thousand seven we start with the shared electronic records for all the health providers in Catalonia. It was a minimum information that it, it, it's growing with the time. Now we are working about 70% of structured information and the other information it's documents, PDF or something like that. After we start with the personal health portal and uh, we are evolution our platform, health platform, with different components, uh, digital image and something like that, central packs. But, we understand that this situation or our actual environment have different limitations of the current information systems model. First of all, we are old-fashioned solutions and romantic increase of the technical debt, we have to put money to solutions that we know that in three, four, five years are out of service, be sure. Board the ecosystem of applications with per Business logicals and data models. We have high cost to maintenance, the corrective and evolutionary development of our actual solutions. We have difficulties to, to scale up innovations and best practices. The, we have, we have a, a rigid model within, and maybe uh, does not foster application to change and the communications between service providers. We have only a data interoperability and we don't work. Uh, it's impossible to work, I think, with this solution with the semantic interoperability because uh, we think that is the key of the information between uh, healthcare and hospitals.
0: The new digital health strategy has been prepared in collaboration with 300 experts. Here are a few thoughts regarding how it is designed.
1: We start to write in 2018 the digital health strategy, that is concrete with a master plan of digital health strategy here in Catalan. The master plan have a main goals. The first goals is to consolidate a person-centered model of information. Another one is establish a governance model of information assistance with a solid community sober while ensuring care community. Set up the financial framework to ensure the implementation and sustainability of the system over the time. And we try to, there are another goal that is to create an environment and opportunities to uh, design an implemented innovation person-centered uh, service and set up an, an ambitious, so we know that, that this is an ambitious roadmap, but we think that it's realistic and which will allow us a long-lasting, successful data-facing implementation on, the, on this new model. We have our digital health strategy, we have several strategic initiatives. We have a split in five levels. We have a check plans for the clinical work stage for our professionals. We have sectoral plans like mental health, medical care, public health, research, therapeutics or pharmacy. We have another, another split, another layer that is a digital platform Health mobility plans, uh, intelligent artificial intelligence, Internet of Things, and something like that. Another one is the hospital information system, pre-market information systems. But the first layer is the new electronic health record uh, that the mainly key for us is a data repository and new sources of information. But we have that the, the core is the uh, the most important. And the most important piece or strategy for us is a, a unique electronic health record. The longitudinal electronic health record is called PES, uh, and it's the main piece of our system, our information systems, and is the main piece of our master plan and represents the functional and the technical repository for all information for the citizens that must be registered and shared throughout all the health uh, system here in Catalan. Mine is a model for data management because uh, we understand that uh, our different providers, uh, there are a lot of s- several s- technical solutions and it was uh, so difficult to change old solutions for a while. The open platform paradigm uh, for us is, is we, we choose to, to drive and and to go to an open platform and a clinical data repository with integration, legacy, the three-part elements that support this easy uh, data migration and transferring to all applications to connect the platform. For us, the component of data migration are very important because uh, we, when we, we see here in Catalonia that sometimes when a host not have to change their electronic health record and their keys, he has to change a project, a big project, and one of the most important problems is the data, the all, all data migration to the new platform. And for us, it's very important to have the, the easy data migration.
0: So to make future changes in hospital systems as easy as possible in terms of data migrations, Catalonia is betting on separating data from applications.
1: The things that I uh, spoke before is we will decouple the data from the applications. We will to split the data layer for the layer of application, and I think that this strategy is for us important for mandate always the same structure of model of data. Storing data in open format is important for us. We'll enable data to follow the passion. This will foster better integration and collaboration uh, with INSO. It will be help scaling the innovations the new technologies that uh, uh, comes in the difference, our health healthcare providers. And we believe that the Cape Bryan is established a strong data governance involving the clinical and the clinicians and the health industry and technology industry that it's, we think that it's, we know that this is it, it's This won't be an easy way, but for now, we have the political commitment. uh, I think that it helps us. We start to work in this direction, and we built uh, digital health strategy offices that we have a manager, a director, and different staff. But I think that the main thing in this slide is that we have knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Uh, management. We have uh, another group that works in integrated program management. Another group that works with technology. Another is more functional group. Is there are a lot of nurses and and doctors working inside, and another group that is a product planning, planning and management. We work on a strategy like a PFO because we think that this is a very big project. to work with a lot of several actors, several different actors, not only different kind of professionals, physicians, nurses, informatics, uh, managers, something like that. But here we have a different healthcare organizations, a different tit- titularity, but all works with the public, public health. Here uh, we have the implementation f- framework. We carry out the digital capital strategy for Catalonia it has been built with five hierarchical levels with our focus focus in governance and project management work practice. The level of the pyramid, the, the high level is more strategic levels and the down of the the bottom of the pyramid is more the operation level, but it's uh, a classic organization not to. To, to work and to go, go ahead with this project, we have uh, different programs and we have different distributions. So maybe we have uh, mainly three are layers: layers for the citizenships, but uh, electronic health record for the citizens, electronic health records in the uh, layer business for patients' care, different care, therapeutics, emergency, and internment enablers pieces that I can see data as to. Us. Mm-hmm to go ahead with this project, the project preparation, the core of electronic health record. Here, the that are, that are model of data uh, for us are, are very important. Electronic uh, health record norms, the framework and informational that are all the ex- uh, exploitation of data. We start with status of our project. We started with three kinds of, of different kind of projects. The, the mining projects are functionally are the projects to make it to the new electronic history record. Sorry. There are projects that have already started with addition of the beginning specific models of the new electronic healthy history. It's called HES for us. The project is already implemented in the process of beginning implemented in the current primary care. And will be adapted to the new data model in a we have a uh, quick wings too because our police petitions need to see the the first things that respond to the basement of this project. There are called quick wings are functionality ergonomics and have a technology architecture. There are uh, fast visible projects developed to the priceful and functionality demand for the healthcare professionals. Uh, mainly is is to give the answer. All of the mainly questions have our healthcare professionals here in Catalonia. There are not complete projects, but a which are in continuous evolution. The most of our quick weeks are running yet. I think that the new viewer of the electronic health record starts in the next October. And finally, we have the driving projects, Functionality, User Experience, Data Model, and Work Methodology. We are focusing these four uh, issues. And they're upgrading projects of Catalan Information Systems Master Plan. They work to implement it, Open EHR like a model of data and work with the methodology with agile software development. But we work with the Open chair. We start to define the first archetypes and ontologies and something like that. Help fields they participate in the different work model modeling and implementing the user experience. I, I make a, a little. A view or view our strategic health strategic strategy for Catalonia, and we tried to explain our first situation. And for resume, we have a lot of health information systems, mainly a lot of in our hospitals, and we try to work that implement a unique data model that allow us will allow us work to semantic interoperability because we think that. The uh, is capital C now in, in, a, in a future because uh, our professionals have a lot of mobility, our citizens have a lot of mobility and all healthcare providers in Catalonia have uh, to share the same level of healthcare quality. Thank you.
0: This was a short presentation of the way that the new digital health strategy in Catalonia is designed. Now, you will hear a panel discussion that was following this uh, presentation at the conference in September. And the speakers that you will hear from are Paul Perez Sust, Director of Information System Area of Catalonia, Bojana Beovic, President of the Medical Chamber of Slovenia, and Blas Suhaj, Assistant GD for Informatics at the University Medical Center in Ljubljana, Slovenia. The first voice is from Maja Dragovic, former journalist at DigitalHealth.net, now a business development specialist at Better, who was moderating this discussion.
2: Thanks a lot for the presentation. Very ambitious strategy. Can I just stay with you for a second and ask you uh, a little bit about the thinking process when you were designing the strategy? What was it that convinced you to adopt the open data approach? Were there any countries or you know areas or regions that you looked at, thinking oh that that was great, or thinking oh they made a mistake, we need to we need to go a different way?
1: For us here, our reality, our reality makes that we have a a lot of hospital information systems, mainly more of twenty nine different in the different hospitals in Catalonia, and these uh, are for three kind of uh, hospital information systems. We have a typical of the vendor like. uh, SAMAC or uh, EHP or SAP solutions, not uh, our solutions that is a uh, commercial solutions. There are a no lot solutions uh, in our hospitals, own built for the old informatics uh, 20, 30 years ago, and I start to, to write the electronic health record. But to maintain these seminal solutions are very expensive for our uh, health systems. And we, and we have a lot of difficulties to share information. We have the electronic records in different data sets with different structures, and it is very difficult to interoperate the information between us. For us, we, we have this problem and we have a process of reflections four years, three years ago with different theos of the hospital health providers and different key agents, stakeholders of our health system. And mainly, we have two different solutions, we think. It was uh, the first solution. It was, we make a new electronic uh, health record and and unique keys for all the hospitals. We will make, we, we have a budget specific for that. And we buy a solution for every poly, a commercial solution. On the other part, maybe... We have to work. We will have to work in a unique model of data and everybody, every solution works in Catalonia. It has to accomplish. We have to work with, with this data model. After a process of reflection and consultations in the international market, we, we choose to go to the, an, an open data model and works with open OpenEHR like Canada model.
2: We have a question from the public. I'm just going to go ahead and read it. So does that mean that all the systems have to be adapted to the new data model and the do you finance ad- adaptations of these systems during the project?
1: We ha- have to adapt these hospital information systems during the process. We start to, to define data model for primary care, first of all, to, and integration of the information from the hospitals using APIs and adapt the information for the hospitals to the, no, to the new data model. I think that this is a, a faster way, but I think that this uh, more sure to be a success project if we are working with each hospital to adapt their model to the new data model.
2: I'm going to turn to Mr. Beavichero. You are the president of the medical chamber and you also led the group for the management of COVID infections in Slovenia. And during that time, obviously, we talk talk about it a lot. The importance of data really came to its uh, core. Can you tell me how is data changing care in medical world?
3: think if this informatization system is helpful, is built in a practical way that is easy to use for the healthcare provider, for the medical doctor, then of course the first thing is the time we can get an impression about the situation with the patient quicker than with examination of the paper records or paper test results. This is something that is of course very important if we have to take care about many patients. Then the second very important reason for the use of digitalized uh, patient data is the quality of care and patient safety. Because if we do have access to patient's data, patient records from one system that is feeded directly from the the laboratories or other doctors, they who examine the patients before you, then with this direct insight, there is not much possibility that there are mistakes in, in transferring the data from one level to another. And then of course, there is a third level that has so, not been very well developed, at least in Slovenia. This is the analysis of uh, the data, patient data, not only for the research but also for the management of the healthcare institutions and, of course, the quality of patient care and safety management.
2: If I can ask you, Catalonia is almost three times as big in terms of population as Slovenia, and we have had a national infrastructure since 2015. What would you say? Are the biggest lessons learned in the six years in terms of benefits for clinicians and uh, challenges from making it seamless for clinicians to send data to the national backbone to encouraging them to leverage from the data.
4: I think the main lesson is to build trust in the data. What I mean by that is whatever um, you cannot put all the data from one day to another into the new platform. So there's going to be a transition period And uh, it has to be very clearly communicated to uh, health practitioners which data they can expect in the platform. Because the worst thing that can happen is to have a practitioner looking at the data and having doubts, maybe saying, okay, I can see this data, but maybe there is something else. So he will go away from the platform and start looking for something he does not know that it exists. And Dr. Bojevic has mentioned a great time benefits in looking for data if you don't have trust if you don't clearly know what you can find you will still lose time by looking to other sources and then other malpractices will occur some practitioners won't even look at the platform and then the whole idea uh, is is lost so i think this is the main the main lesson another lesson is that at least what we can see we are still i think trying to understand that possibilities this new technology brings us even though we have six years it is important to on one side establish this central system on the other side to help and enforce also other hospitals and uh, primary care to connect to it so basically to help them but to also in some ways enforce to use the platform to contribute and to read from it certainly a big challenge is transition so to transform the data from legacy systems uh, to the platform because you have this translation and mod uh, data transfer issue which is i think addressed mm-hmm. as mr perez has mentioned the other challenge is to adapt local systems so in hospitals and other institutions to assure continuity of work so on on one side You have an existing system. It works for you locally. Making this transition brings risks because you can break your own system (laughs) while trying to adapt. But I think our lesson that we learned is that the systems can run in parallel. This is a big benefit of an open data platform. So you can keep your own legacy system and locally work with your own data models and your own business logic. But this is confined inside the system but you have this other repository this central system and you are enforced to translate your data basically you can speak in your own institution a language that you choose but when you talk to other institutions we all agree in which language we're going to understand so we inherently understand each other and this is uh, the basics of interoperability
2: for mr perez will the data be still stored on the site of a certain hospital or a healthcare provider? And will you have federated model of data storage, or will you also provide a central repository for the data in the electronic health record? Do you also centralize data storage or not?
1: For us, the important thing is, not where are the data, uh, the important thing is that all the data have the same data model, because they could speak with different databases, like a federal a storage situation, but there are different kinds of data that have a, a central storage, my the all the uh, main data of the electronic health record and the hospitals have my the, the departmental information for a specific uh, seminal departments like nephrology, cardiology, something like that. But the, the my information we store centralized here uh, in the headquarters of Cauchan. We think that the data are like the, the the nervous systems of the healthcare systems here in Catalonia. The information uh, have the same meaning, uh, several points of care here at Ecuadorian, And for us, it's important, first of all, to have this central repository with a new data model. And we work with that.
2: Ms. Bailich, uh, do you have
3: a question for Mr. Paul Prensus? Uh, Yes. Thank you very much. I wonder how, how do you include healthcare professionals into the development of the digital solutions? Do you work with individual providers, hospitals, or you have an institution or a medical association that helps you in the standardization of the the medical data that uh, should be included in the the
1: digital system? It's a key question, and I think, because the importance of the uh, uh, physicians and, and healthcare professionals are capital for our project. We like to work with groups, with the professionals of several providers here in Catalonia, because we think that we have worked with a consensus method, not that like a consensus solutions to definite archetypes and information to modeling the process of different healthcare specialties. We have a group for mental health plan another group specific for the primary care and another group with social care, et cetera. And we worked like uh, the logic with a, a group of professionals for the different healthcare programs.
2: Okay. Yeah. I have a question for you now. The expectations from technology are usually different if we look at the innovation perspective which is more often than not progressive and optimistic. The clinical perspective is usually different. What are your expectations of the efforts and hopes for better connectivity of medical data in the establishment of the European health data space?
3: It's a very broad, it's a very big question. I answered partially already with answers to the first question. I believe that in uh, the situation with the informatics and the technology today, it is unacceptable that this is not something that benefits the individual person or patient who is entering the healthcare system. And this digitalization or e-health should follow the patient through the levels of healthcare and I believe also across, across the borders, if cross-border health is is in question, of course, for an individual patient, there is uh, no reason for any limits it, if it is uh, for the benefit of the patient. And of course, if this data are sufficiently protected because of the protection of, of the privacy that is very important in healthcare. But I believe that this will improve the patient care very much, make it more standardized also in different parts of a country and also in on the international level. Because all this data can be then compared from one provider to the other and make various improvement steps, not only for the individual patient, but in general. And then, of course, it benefits again the individual patient.
2: How does this compare to how things were in your experience 10, 20 years ago? How have things changed?
3: Of course, they have changed much, although in Slovenia we are still not there. We are still working a lot with paper records, paper lab, lab results. The patients still carry their results from one doctor's office to, to another. But if I look backwards, 30 years, much uh, has changed. this waiting times for the lab results, for the imaging uh, results have virtually disappeared or just they're just limited to what is really technically needed. Very much has changed to the better, I must
2: say. Okay. I'm going to ask uh, Mr. Sucha. So you work in, in uh, the university medical center in Ljubljana. It's the uh, largest medical center in Slovenia and it has over 2,000 beds. How are you addressing data fluidity at the center? And this is the second question, actually. Are there any projects for the secondary use of data, the hospital optimization that you could uh, share with us today?
4: Regarding the data fluidity, I think we are just, in the beginning, we are getting a grasp of, uh, on understanding what what it is and what it can bring us basically it's about transferring data around not to be burdened by uh, these different models and uh, transferring them to continue this fluidity analogy we need pipelines and valves and filters and mixers of course in the it equivalents of those things but yeah the most of the projects that we are thinking about right now are somehow related to data fluidity. So we are also trying to build a concept and systems to have repositories of data, so to separate Even in our internal systems, not just us versus the national systems, but also internally in the hospital to separate data from from applications and user interfaces. We are looking at it now, trying to figure out what what good and what bad will it bring us in terms of challenges uh, in implementing that. But we absolutely believe this is the right way and this is the next step for such a big system as our hospital.
2: Thank you. Mr. Pérez I have a, another question for you. You mentioned in your uh, presentation a few quick wins. Could you name uh, some of those? What are you looking uh,
1: to be the quick wins? For us, yes. And, and for us, the quick wins are, like I said before, are our little projects that very fast and visible for our clients healthcare environment. we work with the integrity match with a central packs. We develop an application of why that allows to the professionals to capture the images, like a dermatologist images, the images for the ski and something like that. And automatically, uh, this application put the image in the centralized packs. They are available for all the professionals at the same model in the electronic health record. This is that, first of all, we we make another quick win, another project like uh, a search of diagnostic search because our professionals waste a lot of time in the electronic and then in the workstations to searching the real diagnostic with ECD10 for the illness or the procedures. Of. We make a, a searcher, a specific and intelligent searcher that facilitates this this win more time to and make less interactions with the computer, and we make another bro- project because it's important for us is the the new build or the new scenario with the the new electronic health record of primary care mainly for our physicians to see a new ergonomic uh, screen with uh, work with uh, the <laughs> technology a giant we will time to help that. And we try to work, work, work. and in I we have three, three important quick week weeks, I think that the key of this kind of projects is our functionality that are very demanded for our healthcare professional.
2: Okay. Thanks. And you mentioned also that uh, you've had the electronic health record since 2007. What will change now and what are the lessons learned from the past projects? that you will take into the future when you're, you know, implementing your new strategy.
1: Yeah, because mainly our electronic health record that we started in seven that you say before, we are sharing uh, documents. Mainly we start with uh, very few structured data. And when we start to structure the data that now we have the seven, 70% more or less, we, we store this one like a typical national database. And we don't have the clinical meaning of the direction of the different variables we have we have to store the the information with, uh, with the with the the knowledge storage of the information that allow us uh, to 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 start to work with the semantic interoperability. We start uh, at uh, as you say twenty seven but uh The mainly thing that we share are plain documents like PDF and with the results of laboratory, medication, the clinical diagnostic and something like that. But our professionals have to reach this information. It's, uh, we don't have to take another use of the data and to work with all the data structure.
2: Okay. Can I ask you, what are the biggest challenges that you anticipate? in the future changes of your IT systems. What will be from your perspective most def-
4: May I just refer to Mr. Yes, what Mr. Ferenc just said about um, the structure of data which is they're trying to bring. I think it's very important. I'll just give you an example. What means if we exchange only documents and not structured data? Documents are essentially PDF files. So we had to do a report recently about COVID tests. That So we are Some of the samples we sent to an external laboratory and they send us these PDF files through our central system, by the way, and we only know how many results did we get, but how many of them were positive and how many of them were negative, how many were males and females, and what were the age groups. The only way to do the report was to open every single one of them and type into the Excel, and there were a few thousand in a month, if we had structured data We would still get the document but we would actually work on the structured data and such report would be done in seconds. I think the main challenge that we see is we often mention central systems, okay, but at least professionals we should understand that when we say central we always define an area for which this is central. So there is always a border. Behind the border this system does not have any data, does not exist. A central system can be in a nation, It can be in a hospital, it can be in a clinic, and maybe even I personally have many central systems which are just for myself and not very useful for anyone else. So we're not talking, thinking so much about central system, but what problems do they solve and what areas do they cover? The next challenge is when we have a national system and a local system in a hospital, let's say a laboratory system, what to do with the data. So when I send the data to the central system, do I still keep it? or can I delete it? And we, I think we are not able to delete it because we actually hold more data. A simple example, uh, blood glucose level is a lab result. So what I would report to the central system is uh, some number saying how much glucose do I have in blood and maybe some context dates and such. But in my laboratory, I need to know who ordered this test, which machine, which analyzer did it, was the analyzer calibrated and so on. So this data, I will not report What the open platform allows me is to have the same uh, data structure locally, as well as the structure that I send it, I will just send less data to the central system. Let's say the, maybe the private uh, personal doctor is really only interested in the blood glucose, only one number, but maybe I'm interested in more data. So this is a simple example. There are many more difficult to bring because when we have data the same data in two locations, there is always a risk of saying which one is correct. You have two life cycles of the same information to manage. And it's not easy to just give a simple answer to it. So These are our challenges in the future projects.
2: We talk a lot about digital transformation and implementing digital transformation in healthcare organizations. But what role can healthcare professionals make? We're talking about a lot about IT side of things. But what about the other side, the healthcare professionals? What can they do to speed up uh, the process and, yeah, make it accelerate the implementation
1: of digital solutions? Can I just, if you want to comment as well, but with that. Is it? Yeah. It's
3: working now? Healthcare professionals should be included from the beginning of the development of any digital uh, solution. Mrs. already mentions the set of the data that are important for the patient management. Of course, there are other sets of the data that are important for the management of the laboratory. And of course, uh, it happens very often at the stage of uh, the development at the moment that we only get the PDF data or just perhaps the discharge letters from the patients in this central patient data uh, system, but not uh, the original lab results that are relevant for the future patient uh, management or for the management of patients of in this this moment in, in the physician's office or uh, on the ward. As I asked uh, the colleague from Prop Catalonia, it is important that we have this definitions of the data and also the definitions of the the pathways how this data travel defined already at the beginning and from the perspective of the healthcare professionals of the end users then of of the system so this is something that, as I see, the situation has been actually done, but in a very fragmented way. Many medical doctors contributed to the development of different applications and different information systems, but there is uh, not a, a kind of a national standardization of the medical relevant data and, and processes. And uh, this is something that uh, I believe also the experiences are the same in Catalonia.
2: So you think that national standards should be implemented too? Yes, uh, the national standards that, of course, should
3: be not only defined once for a long time, because these things are the medical professionals under constant development, but an input of the the professionals in terms of definitions of the standards should be uh, in place, uh, I believe, all the time.
2: Okay. You also asked uh, Mr. Paul Peresust uh, about the inclusion of the clinical mm-hmm. uh, staff, clinical professionals, to devise the strategy. Um, and the strategy of Catalonia was prepared in collaboration with 300 managers, IT specialists, and clinicians. Mr. Peresust, what were your key learnings regarding healthcare collaboration and digital transformation that others could learn from? What were your key learnings regarding healthcare collaboration and digital transformation that others could learn from? When you were preparing the strategy, you worked with 300 managers and IT
1: specialists and clinicians. There are a lot of key that we learned about these collaborations, but we think that uh, mainly we, we want to solve the problem that we have here at Catalonia because our passions in the healthcare process goes to different healthcare providers with different healthcare uh, systems of information and we tried to see in other countries, that whole the solution or take the solutions, and we have uh, very different models. Like Ireland, that uh, they bet for a uh, unique systems, like Therner, five or ten years ago. But I think that this isn't this is not the solution. And we learn for the whales that they. I think that they work with open standard of data think that better wins the the projects the last the last June or the last first of the year and we are looking for like the city of Moscow. we're looking for like norway Germany I think that there are a region that works with open data and we learn that this is a very we think that it's a real solution but it's a very difficult way It's a long way to change this these things. Because I think that one of these panelists said before, the, the actual model is still running and, don't, and couldn't stop. Anymore. And it's too a submarine, and it's difficult to make these changes, to change the, all the data modeling. We don't have all stop between two years, and we change the system. We have to change the system that's running the old systems, and, and we have to make the conversation, all the data models, and all the uh, and legacy solutions are working with the new data model. Uh, we think that it's very difficult this way. And we learn from some experience, but I'm sure that we make a lot of mistakes. And I expect that we learn from our, our, our own mistakes and we start and um, we finish the, the this big project for Petanone.
0: You've been listening to Faces of Digital Health, a proud member of the Health Podcast Network. Before you leave, I have a quick invitation for you. During the 26th and 29th October, I will be moderating the European Patient Forum's Congress about the digital transformation of healthcare. Healthcare is built for patients. And in my view, this Congress is a great opportunity for healthcare leaders to gain insight into the latest digital health policies on the European level and also get a critical patient perspective. If you're interested in joining the Congress, send me a message on LinkedIn. I will be giving out two complimentary passes. This is a completely virtual conference. Find more details in the show notes. Stay tuned. In the next episode, you will be able to hear a discussion about healthcare digitalization in Germany.